0: And welcome back to the I Am Winter Solstice Symposium. And boy, these are just building upon each other and there's so much great ceremony and journeys here. just hope you're getting your hearts full of this awesome wisdom from the most comprehensive groups of shamanic women that have been impacted my life and especially this teacher who was one of my teachers. Um, Today we have Linda Fitch and she's a teacher, shaman and coach. And she has studied and worked with the medicine men and women of Peru for more than two decades. She's the former dean of the Four Winds Light Body School of Energy Medicine. She has trained thousands of students in shamanic healing practices. Widely recognized for her groundbreaking training and classes, she has led multiple expeditions to the high mountains and jungles of Peru. She also maintains an active personal healing practice, working with clients around the globe. And if you get an opportunity to go hiking with Linda and Prue, I highly recommend it because it's life-changing. So welcome.
1: Thank you, Renee, it's so wonderful to see you. And I just so, I love, I love this symposium. You, this is totally a place of giving from your heart. Deepest, deepest appreciation. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah. Make me cry. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so much that you bring to the world. You and I did your, and I took your wind class this last year, your online class. Beautiful job with that too.
0: Yeah. Coming from Linda, who's like an awesome teacher. I used to just sit there and just learn from her about teaching and uh, studied with one of her her teaching teachers and um, just really it's important that if you have that teaching to start to bring it out to your communities. We, yeah. we need you now. And there's great with online reaching hundreds of thousands of people. So you think, but you know what, gather people in the library or in your backyard or in your living room, because the world needs what you have to teach right now. So what are you going to teach us today?
1: (laughs) So this is one of the yummy ones that was just every time I kept thinking about the summit kept coming up. So it's about destiny. And a lot of the people that um, listen to the summit or that you've had, they've done a lot of their own personal work. So because of that, it's like this next stage when we think about 2019 and where we want the winds to take us and following those updrafts, it's really destiny you know, how much energy that we have in there. So, yeah, does that sound good?
0: It sounds great.
1: Great. Are you okay, Renee, if I go to a um, PowerPoint? can I? Yes, I'm going to share
0: the screen right now. Okay.
1: Then you're ready to say, all right, when? where are we going? And I left that lift up. Sound all right?
0: It sounds awesome.
1: Okay. All right, here we go. And... Um, part of what we're doing, and you know this, you create this so often, Renee. So again, my deepest gratitude to you is to become and create that extraordinary version of yourself. And I'm going to go through in that. Um, sometimes we hold that concept of destiny is that you like, and it feels like that when we go to the day to day. Even are making decisions like, is this leading me down the right pathway? Or does it feel like I gonna get caught in that, or should I take that left road? Should I do that thing? Should I do this thing with it? And then all the stress and pressure, and then of course, everyday life that's happening. There's a great movie, um, and I don't know if you saw it. It is called, it was done in 2010 called Unstoppable, it had Denzel Washington in it. Anyway, it's a great, great destiny movie. So. In this movie, there was a train, and actually the train had left the train yard, and it's based on a real event that happened. It left the train yard, and then as it was leaving, the person that was supposed to be working with it stepped out of it, and now it has nobody in the engine room. And then behind, in this train, it's full of cars that are full of toxic waste. It actually paints and dies stuff you couldn't even breathe or touch or clean up or anything. And um, in real life, actually, they did a whole variety of things to try to move it to stop the train. One of those is they put a actually a portable derailer to try to move it to a different track. And what happened, the train was going too fast. So it couldn't go to this other track then the other thing they did is that they um finally had to put another train in front of it to slow it down so the movie's really good but here's the destiny part this is what we're doing right now it's like we are in our lives we're letting them run down this track with it and typically we don't even have anybody that's conscious and awake there's no there's nobody in the engine room there's nobody and we're consciously going down this track and we can't even choose to go on another track for the shamans. They say that um, if we look at it, that we've been derailed so they can't even, we can't even choose a new track cause we're going too fast. <laughs> and then we've got all this toxic stuff behind us. Of course we're dragging with us. So that our goal is we want to pick the pathway that gives us the greatest place of choice, of um, staying awake is what we want to do. Um, one of the other things I want to just, as we talk about destiny that, and this is one of my Peru stories. Um, I remember that when I was in Peru the very first time in receiving rights, as you say, those rights are so powerful. This is so the beauty of the I Am Conference and what you bring. And um, I'd hiked up the, we did the Holy Mountain of Asungate. And we came back and we we're having rites. And I had Don Manuel. And I remember this night really, really vividly because I had gotten separated from my water bottle and I had a headache. that was like this, that high altitude headache. Horrible. And he's giving me these rites and he's pounding on my head and pounding on my head and pounding on my head. And I'm going to die here. <laughs> so we get, and he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And prayed. And um when I was headed back in towards Cusco, um I asked the trip leader, I said, What in the world was Don Manuel saying? Because he prayed a really long time. And the trip leader goes, you know, Linda, what he was doing is he was aligning your multiple destinies. And I'd never even thought about that concept before. I had this part of me that was very science-oriented. That was my background, that was my study, that's my degree. Um, all my curiosity, that science piece, but I had this deep spiritual part that I also wanted. So it's that alignment of these places where we have different interests to bring all of that into alignment. So then, of course, I had to learn how to do that. And um, that's part of that destiny place. So if you find you start creating and you have other parts that need to come in, like these places of science and, or yours, you know, the same way of food and the same way of your spiritual path and the wind. How do you bring those all together? You know, so it's not an either or it's like this coming together of it. So one of the very, very core parts that we have to do for to me is stillness. And it's really that, That meditation process. And it's not this external stillness. I always think of this still lake. Like, can you go to that inside that's still? So it's not, you can be super busy. And I know you're super busy, Renee, but it's that inside stillness that matters. And that's our practice, the shaman's practice, that everything becomes a meditation. And so even though it feels like from the external, it looks crazy from the inside. That's that. So sometimes that we see and hold that still lake. And I love the still lake metaphor is that when you're really still, then everything is reflected back to you beautifully. I and mean, you can see everything in your life. But then you have the anything that happens in the still lake. So the wind picks up, the dog runs and goes after a stick, the, um, the jet skier goes by. Then we have these ripples. Mm-hmm. And we have to let those ripples go figure out what's going on in our life, and then come back to that stillness. So um, we want to go to that place where spirit handles the details. And when we talk about destiny, one of the core parts is to realize then there's a pathway here. Um, in this pathway, it's less important. That you don't want to lock into, oh, I want to be this, or I want to write this, or I want to create this that's just part of the pathway and it's part of the gps parts about it this but it's not the destination you know our destination this lifetime is who we are you know what do we want to keep bringing to the table that we bring more and more of us to the table so it's really even though as we go through and talk about what do you want to manifest it's not as much about what you want to manifest but that we want to hold a greater picture for us. And they get out of the other way, you know, we don't want to limit spirit. We want to just be able to hold that. So tools of manifestation as we're stepping into 2019 and catching those updrafts of the winds, I want to go through that really, just like go through the different steps with it. And many people that are listening know this. You know, and you can either manifest from the masculine way, which is a to-do list with it, but that's like, it, it creates this either or, good, bad, somewhere that created versus the family. And the feminine way of manifestation is the place that goes right through our heart. So all of this is about you stepping into your heart and seeing through your heart first, what we want to create. What do you want right through your heart? And it's stated in the positive. It's stated in the present tense, meaning it's not somewhere in the future. It's right now is what you want. That it's simple. Our language of the subconscious is almost like a childlike language. So it's not from the head where it's da-da-da. It's really very this clear. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to move easily and gracefully with the world. Um, that it opens up, um, that it's beliefs, not behaviors. Because there's lots of things you can do, but what's that deep, place from inside that's the belief part who are you you know that you are uh, uh, that you hold grace and ease flow that i look at it, it's almost like it opens windows it creates possibilities with it and um, that we don't see any downside in having that that outcome with it and that it gives us a process not necessarily i don't it's like money flows easily into my life not that i may X number of thousand dollars, but money flows easily. That's the process with it. And that we have lots of possibilities. It opens up these all possibilities. So, the first thing in manifestation, well formed outcome. Then, here's sometimes the diff- more difficult part, particularly when we're having a bad day. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, those days when you kind of step into fear or the world, you know, it just gets crazy for a little bit. You know, trying to hold a high frequency can be difficult. And so we actually need to hold a brain research show. To 17 seconds, I was, um, I got a puppy that's my daughter's. And the dog trainer was saying, you know, here they're giving up, running around, going through the grass, all these smells to come back to you. And we used to just say, oh, good dog. She's like, you have to go over the top to really code that in. And that's that 16 to seconds, good dog. And it's a long time. Good dog, good dog, good dog, good dog, good dog, good dog. dog. So when I say come, he comes. So it's the high frequency where we wanna do is where you think about the people that love you. You think about the earth that holds you or right through our heart or if somebody's got kids or grandkids. Um, good friends, that's the frequency you want to be at, place this vibration of love. That's that high, hold it 16 to 17 seconds. You have what you want to create with it. And then you actually step into it. So you make it like a movie, you make it real. So you see it, that's that movie and you're inside of it. So you'd look down and you'd see, it's called associated, you see your hands, your feet. You'd see yourself doing that thing. You would feel how yummy it is. You would hear your voice or other people's voice. Maybe you hear somebody's voice. "Oh, Renee, that was so amazing. Or you hear your own voice going, wow, I rocked it. Hmm. So whatever it would be, it has all the modalities. And of course, you could have tape, you know, what it feels like in your belly. So you just make it really, really real and you're in it. That's the core part with it. And then you know it's done. And there's no doubt. See, here's where we get second guessing. And then we go back in and start, well, I don't know if I really, like when, we order, when I order something from Amazon, I don't go back on my Amazon account and keep checking to see if the order went through. Bam. The order went through. You get a little notice. you a little one-click work. <laughs> Order's done. You don't go back in where you check it and check it and check it. It's done. So it's the same way. We have to be the same way. It's complete. It's done no doubts see the doubt create a different pathway like we saw when that slide of the two pathways the doubts will create a different pathway so we want everything to come in alignment with what you want to manifest and what you want to bring in and then i love the last one then of course then we let it all go to spirit because we want to go this or something better even better and we let it go with gratitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for my loved ones. Thank you for my puppy. Thank you for the earth. Thank you for it. Just let it go totally with gratitude with it. And I put this next slide in for us, because we remember that we're here to walk that path of service. And it's the winds, as you say, that call us back to that path, you know, that give you the voices that allow you to hear and say, oh, yeah, that's what I'm here this lifetime for. Yes, and to be of service. Let me remember that. So um, the other thing is every time we go through manifestation where we create that movie, that vision, it actually, the vision itself allows it to start to happen, to be created. That in itself, exactly just going through that manifestation process, seeing it itself. This is the shaman's greatest tool, master shamans, they see it different and then it happens differently. So in bringing that vision, then there's lots of other tools. And I love one of your tools for an remember we were sitting and a party hmm. doing this together, your creation vision board. Oh, I love vision board process. So, um, and I know, and I hope, Anybody listening as they step into 2019 will think about it, you know, go through and create one for themselves or affirmations again, where you put it in front or even another way is where you imagine yourself at the end of 2019 and then write yourself a letter where you go, go through thinking about your whole year you're going to do and then just drop in. You're at the end of the year end of December. What rocked this year? What did you do that surprised you? You know, it's like, wow, you know, that thing that you started, that was so great. You were able to blend this in. You got awesome. So it's that same thing. You step out into the future and then let that play. So we're, as shamans, what we're doing is we're working with that sense of time, stepping outside of time with it. And then I put this one in because this is sometimes I find as students or you know, clients, they'll be moving along like, well, yeah, I did all the manifestation to steps. She said, Linda and I did my vision board and I did my letter and shit hit the wall or sorry, stuff happened. The road was closed. And I look at we, you know, in the same way when you drive your car, you look down to make sure you have enough fuel in the car. We don't look at the fuel gauge as an enemy. We don't cover it up so we don't know what's happening or we don't try to avoid it. Oh, I don't want to look at that. We look at the fuel gauges. oh, she's giving me information. I need to stop over and I need to do this. I need to handle something. Oh, that little red light went on. Oh, I need to check my tires. So we look, the gauges are there to help let us know what's happening. And sometimes we hit blocks. As we're trying to move forward in this way, we'll hit those blocks. And maybe the block could be a timekeeper. You know, maybe it's saying, take your time here, hun, you know, pace it out. Don't jump so far ahead. Um, Maybe it could be something like a test where you have to develop certain qualities. You know, you need to learn some more things. And that's what she's saying, great. Why don't you go learn more about that? Um, Why don't you learn that new skill? Why don't you take that on? Or maybe it's actually a detour. Sometimes we tell the universe, I want, I really, really, really want this. And this is my passion. And the universe will say, you know, there is something that's a bad thing there. The road's closed. We need to detour you around that whole thing. i got holes, things that take us down. This is where you go, how the heck did I end up here? (laughs) So how do we go around the rabbit hole? Or even another way, it may be a total course correction. I remember when I was uh, kept putting into spirit Every fire, I would like this. This is let me work this way. And then spirit goes, great. You can't stay where you are, Linda. You have to do a course correction. You're not going towards what you're asking for. So big thing is to look at the positive intention. Stay at a self-sorcery. A lot of times when we don't manifest something, we go, on what's wrong with me? Instead of going, okay, it's a course correction. What's the positive thing here? What's the positive intention?
0: And then where do I go?
1: So... Um, I was thinking we'd do a destiny journey.
0: Love it. Would that be good? Yeah. I was just thinking about all of those course corrections and, you know, the things that have like come in my life have come like out of the blue. And like you, one time you met somebody in Peru who needed a shaman in Palm Springs and it opened up a whole pathway to me towards other healing, you know, a healing practice, which I wasn't doing. So, you know, in my best laid plans, something out of the blue usually comes in like a wind, a side wind, and kicks me into gear in another way. And so when we get, so I'm so about that, when you get so locked in, that you think you know what is best for you, and you really, you know, it's this or something better. I love that.
1: Yeah, and it is, and it's noticing, we get really upset with the side winds, like there's something wrong, instead of going, okay, Mm You know, what is it that this is helping me with? What is this guiding me to? How is this allowing me to steer a different way? Yeah. And then we go to self-sorcery. I think that's the worst thing I see from shamans is that then we go, what's wrong with me? Right. That I, and, and then shamans do with too much power in the world. You know, right. it's so important that we don't turn it, that there's something wrong. And it's really, hey, let's stay. How do those wings that are going to take us to the next one?
0: absolutely so let's find out what's in our destinies
1: yes 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 so um in this journey we're gonna hold that place uh, um kind of like that train that was derailed you know that we want to come back into alignment with it and I come back like higher version of who we're becoming. And sometimes we think that destiny is this one thing you're going to lock into. It's not. It's where we put our energy, you know, is what destiny is. And I mean, we could talk about the fates, and actually, from the Greeks' mythology, the fates that's already been written for us. Well, I look at that as your height. You know, I'm not going to be shorter. <laughs> you know, it's our, it's our um, gender, it's these kind of things that we have been given. But we look at destiny as this other hand that we also destiny. So it's how do we work with both of these to come in? So it's that second hand of fate is what, and from a shamanic perspective, particularly that um, we get to work with and choose how we're gonna exit this lifetime. That that's not faded based on our genetics. Um, we all have an exit strategy, but that's not fate. That that's this place that we get to choose. So in this one, we're going to uh, go and visit a library. That's what we're going to do.
0: And- I was hoping my book is there. (laughs) (laughs) You better go. My next book is (laughs) up there on that shelf.
1: It will be, and probably a couple more. (laughs) Right? Yep. And then what we'll do is you're gonna be looking for your eyes. Out in the future, so you can decide how far out. Like, you want to go 10 years out, out, 30 years. When we go further out, it creates more possibilities. You know, if we only go out a week, there's only so many possibilities in our life. But if we go out three years from now, there's lots of different lines that we could walk. So, every person that's listening, they get to first decide how far out you want to go. Mm. How far out you want to go, and you may not know until we actually get in the journey, which is fine. But how far out you want to go, and um, typically eyes closed, just because there's lots of other things going on with it, and we want to put anything else that's happening in our world kind of at the door. Let it be there. Images or sounds that we don't need store around in the things. So nice deep breath. Another one, and that grounding right to the earth, roots right in the belly of the earth. Grounding right up to the heavens, light from the sun beyond the sun coming in. Going right to the center, right to our hearts. So we create from, feminine way. And then from the heart, also, look right through your third eye into the future. And then how far out do you want to go, three years, ten years, five years? Minds In your mind, I call it the library. Maybe it's one, you know, maybe it's one that your mind creates and what is your library like today? Sort of large marble steps, big door, maybe a small country library. Be there at your library. Hand on the door. Look down. You see it's your hand. And open the door. Step in to so that smell that is uniquely libraries. To so the sounds. And as you enter that version of your library, is so it a day? Notice there's a desk, a counter. You're greeted by someone. Maybe it's a librarian, receptionist, and they ask you. They ask you to put something down. Maybe it's your purse, your backpack. It's an old storybook. Something you had no idea you were even carrying. Down. Put that down. And as you do, the door opens even further into this library. You might even need a guide. Maybe there's a master teacher in this your intention to look. To look your own face. First you have to make sure but you're in the right genre, no horror sections. Find that right genre. This genre that holds an extraordinary version of your becoming. How do you know you're in the right section? Is it full of light? Is it glow? No, there's lots of versions of that highest and best to take a book off the shelf. drop in even further. And call in your eyes, her eyes, his eyes, from that time in the future. Take your time. You're calling in that extraordinary version of yourself. The one who is wise. Satisfied, that's in love with their life. that is a place of ease and openness and stillness. A life of joy. Their soul and their spirit is connected, Call them. In. Look for their eyes. Them. Ask her, or ask him when they come. Will you be my guide? Will you be a guardian? Will you be a mentor for me in the future? And feel their unconditional yes. And ask them, ask her, or ask him. for you. Lift up, float out, travel through time. Allow yourself to come down into, into them and say, look out through their eyes. Look down, notice your shoes, your hands. And feel what it feels like to be heard. And look around on this life what's easy What's full of joy Look around what surprises you And from this place out in time look back look back to that end of 2018. the choices you made again and again and again that led you here? Maybe there were challenges you overcame. Where did you continually choose that best version of your becoming? Notice there's a pathway that brought you to here. strengths did you call on? What wisdom did you use? What gratitude did you live by? What kindness did you show to others and mostly to yourself? And notice that pathway that brought you to here and float over trace it back. Some signposts, GPS places, moments, clearing this pathway, making it flat and easy, raw, easy to see, to follow, sweet. In your mind's eye, adding all of those signposts gentle path and float down that pathway now back to the future become that, be that angel as you look at that self from back then what do they need what do they need to know tell them Go right down to their ear. Whisper in their ear. Put your hand on their heart. See them hear you, sense you, that angel from the future. What love for themselves do they need to know? Is there any forgiveness? sense them take it all in to take in that love all the way down to soul see here sense the shift to change and you notice that that pathway up to the future is open. breath allowing yourself to slip fully back into your body, giving thanks to that future angel that guide and bringing back with you those qualities of joy of abundance and wisdom and grace of And one of my last slides, there's a poem by um, Mary Oliver that's from a collection she has called Upstream, it was uh, 2016. And she, this is me paraphrasing, but the most regretful people on earth. Are those who felt the call to create a work and didn't give it the power or the time? Mm. And I think this is what, what the I am Symposium is, this is what we're here to do is to add those wings of spirit, wings of possibility, to know they'll help us grow, you know that the elements of possibility will be held that they'll show up in our dreams and the synchronicities and the winds that we are continuing to step in the highest, best version of our becoming, and then everything else falls into place. So ours is to give it that power and that time and know that we're firmly supported. Awesome. So that's
0: our... Yeah. Whew. Hmm, I know. It's like, whoo, get me back. I'm already resting. I'm writing a few (laughs) books. Yay. 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 Well, How was your journey? It it was great. I, um, I, you know, I'm so happy and peaceful now most of the time. And it was just like even more and, and, you know, my cat was there and it was kind of, maybe I was living somewhere different, but it was, it was very nice. I enjoyed it. And for those of you um, at home, you're going to get this journey separately as a gift so you can go back. So if you're holding yourself back, you can go back and explore your future a little bit more. And maybe you want to go out a little further, you know, being 61, I wasn't sure how far I should go.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to mention this one. It's really interesting. I was, um, several people from some mentoring stuff I'm doing was a recommended a coach. So I bought his CD set and he takes his clients through an exercise where he says every, he asks every single client, how old are you when you die? And when they say, you know, they'll come up with an age you know, because of their mom or dad or whatever. But then he takes you through a process where you actually move that out in time. And this is what we do, you know, and then that, when we move, which is possible in this world, from that sixty-one to say, you know, I might be here till I'm one hundred and twenty. You know, you're only halfway there. Right. But it I, changes what you take on. It changes your whole body chemistry. You further, which is possible.
0: Which well, is I'm going to go back and go out another sixty years and see. You know. Yeah. You know, because I'm happy to be around. I just don't want to not be here. You know, I want to be vibrant and and be here. So yeah i'll go further next time i only went out about 10 years to see how much work i had to do in the next 10 years to have all of those books that i had dropped at the library nice (laughs) that was great um so this is where people can find you is on your website is in? is is it um what's the name of your website
1: So it's W linda l fitch. There was another. There's another
0: Linda that's a photographer. Yeah, beautiful photographer. <laughs> she's a
1: sacred photography, but it's not me. No, yeah, no beautiful I photographer. Um,
0: right.
1: <laughs> yeah. so if you get there, and then, you
0: forgot something. Come back, and it'll be in your email for today. And and um, and definitely go back and visit that journey. And and Linda's launching some new online courses next year.
1: Yeah.
0: And she's a, a marvelous teacher and. Uh, It's so great. Everyone's been talking about the winds, so I haven't had to really say anything about the winds like everyone's like, and they bring in the winds. (laughs) Thanks for all my work.
1: Well, and you can add all to that, but then our goal is to make it a little easier for you, right? I
0: know. All right. Everybody at home, stay with us. This is the I Am Winter Solstice Symposium, and this is our gift to you and everything here is given freely with our hearts so feel free to share it and you know share the joy and you know and and maybe take this journey with some people you love as well so thank you and thank you linda
1: thank you renee thank you again and again
0: thank you for joining us today and you're welcome to share this gift with your friends stay with us for the 12 days of the yule and if you feel called to go deeper please join the group of committed fire tenders on the Wind Clan group page wall on Facebook. We look forward to being together with you on this online ceremony to celebrate and bring ritual back to the holy days.